Coming up on 5-Minute News. Trump pardons 15 and commutes five sentences, including allies. France relaxes its ban on trucks entering from Britain. And Israel heads to new elections as government collapses. It's Wednesday, December 23. I'm Anthony Davis. Donald Trump pardoned 15 people on Tuesday, including Republicans who were strong and early supporters, a 2016 campaign official ensnared in the Russia probe, and former government contractors convicted in a 2007 massacre in Baghdad. On Tuesday night, Trump also posted a deranged 13-minute video to Facebook and Twitter, making his false case for subverting the election and claiming it is his duty to ensure the election was fair, insisting he won by a landslide and presenting CCTV that he claims was evidence to prove his victory. In reality, all of his claims have been debunked, including by the Supreme Court on two occasions. Critics have expressed concern for Trump's deteriorating mental health and his inability to accept his election loss. While it's not unusual for presidents to grant clemency on their way out the door, Trump also commuted the sentences of five others on Tuesday. Trump has made clear that he has no qualms about intervening in the cases of friends and allies whom he believes have been unfairly treated, even those who have pleaded guilty to their crimes. The pardons included former Republican Representative Duncan Hunter of California and Chris Collins of New York. Trump also commuted the sentence of former Representative Steve Stockman of Texas and pardoned a current state representative, Phil Lyman of Utah, who led an ATV protest through restrictive native lands. Collins, the first member of Congress to endorse Trump to be president, was sentenced to two years and two months in federal prison after admitting he helped his son and others dodge $800,000 in stock market losses when he learned that a drug trial by a small pharmaceutical company had failed. Hunter was sentenced to 11 months in prison after pleading guilty to stealing campaign funds and spending the money on everything from outings with friends to his daughter's birthday party. In the group announced Tuesday night were four former government contractors convicted in a 2007 massacre in Baghdad that left more than a dozen Iraqi civilians dead and caused an international uproar over the use of private security guards in a war zone. The pardons reflected Trump's apparent willingness to give the benefit of doubt to American service members and contractors when it comes to acts of violence in war zones against civilians. Trump also announced pardons for allies ensnared in the Russia investigation. One was for George Papadopoulos, his 2016 campaign adviser, whose conversation unwittingly helped trigger the Russia investigation that shadowed Trump's presidency for nearly two years. He also pardoned Alex van der Zwaan, a Dutch lawyer who was sentenced to 30 days in prison for lying to investigators during special counsel Robert Mueller's investigation. President-elect Joe Biden on Tuesday assailed the Trump administration for failing to fortify the nation's cyber defences and called on President Donald Trump to publicly identify the perpetrator 
of a massive breach of US government agencies. A hack some of Trump's top allies have blamed on Russia. France relaxed its coronavirus-related ban on trucks from Britain on Tuesday after a two-day standoff that had stranded thousands of drivers and raised fears of Christmas-time food shortages in the UK. French authorities, who had imposed the ban to try to protect the continent from a new variant of the virus that is circulating in London and southeast England, said delivery drivers could enter by ferry or tunnel provided they showed proof of a negative test for the virus. After two days of intense talks with British and European Union partners, the French transport minister said in a statement that the coming hours would be dedicated to setting up testing sites so that British truckers could make it to the continent and back in time for Christmas. Quick tests will be accepted if they're able to detect the new virus variant, he said. At least 2,800 truck drivers had been anxiously waiting near the English Channel port of Dover, for word they could cross over to the continent. French and British authorities urged them to avoid ports until they can get tested. Some 40 countries imposed travel bans on Britain, leaving the island nation increasingly isolated after Prime Minister Boris Johnson warned over the weekend that the new variant of the virus might be 70% more contagious. At the same time, Britain is witnessing an alarming rise in infections, with a record 36,800 reported yesterday, and is facing deep uncertainty over its final exit from the European Union in less than two weeks' time. Israel's divided government collapsed early this morning, triggering the country's fourth election in under two years and bringing an unprecedented threat to Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu's lengthy grip on power. Netanyahu, is used to labelling his opponents as weak leftists, finds himself confronted by a trio of disgruntled former aides who share his hardline ideology, led by a popular lawmaker who recently broke away from the Prime Minister's Likud party. Whether Netanyahu can fend off these challenges or not, the country is almost certain to be led by a right-wing politician opposed to concessions to the Palestinians, complicating hopes of the incoming Biden administration to restart peace talks. The prospects of Israel's centre-left bloc appear worse than in previous contests because its leader, Defence Minister Benny Gantz, entered into the ill-fated alliance with Netanyahu. Gantz has lost the support of much of his disappointed base, and the bloc has been left leaderless. The immediate cause of the collapse was their failure to pass a budget by the midnight Tuesday deadline. That caused the parliament to automatically dissolve and set new elections for late March. But the deeper cause was their troubled partnership, which was plagued by mutual hostility and mistrust from the outset. At the heart of this dysfunctional relationship is Netanyahu's corruption trial. Gantz has accused Netanyahu of undermining their power-sharing deal in hopes of remaining in office throughout his trial, which is to kick into high gear in February when witnesses begin to take the stand. He and other critics believe Netanyahu ultimately hopes to form a new government capable of appointing loyalists to sensitive positions who could grant him immunity or dismiss the charges against him. 
You can subscribe to 5-Minute News on YouTube with your preferred podcast app, ask your smart speaker, or enable 5-Minute News as your Amazon Alexa flash briefing skill. Subscribe, rate, and review online at 5minute.news. 5-Minute News is an evergreen podcast covering politics, inequality, health, and climate, delivering independent, unbiased, and essential world news daily. This is Peter. And this is Tom. We want to tell you guys a little bit about our podcast. Tom and I met in college, became best friends, and then teachers almost 20 years ago. Sometimes school just does not allow us to elaborate on the topics that we find interesting, like the real shark attacks that inspired the movie Jaws, or the real historical context to Indiana Jones artifacts. Where does cereal come from? Or are zombies real? Does Ben Franklin really deserve to be on a $100 bill? On our podcast, just like in our class, there are no stupid questions. Just two friends having a lighthearted conversation about history, pop culture, and the context of current events. Listen to History Teachers Talking Podcast from Evergreen Network, anywhere you get your podcasts.